listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 50. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack-a-lackin' podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 50. Cinquenta. Ooh, man, big old 50. I feel like we're getting some seasonness to ourselves in the podcast world. Can y'all believe 50 episodes? That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty uh, amazing. I mean, coming from, you know, day one where CC and I were having to pull all the weight and drag you along. I mean, you were not even super excited about this podcast. The, idea, was the whole... idea that we had for yeah. a podcast, and Matt's like, what? You know, time has a way of doing things to people here, but we all know the truth. Thank God these have all been recorded from day one. What really brings me is like the run we've made from 25 to 50. I remember shooting 25 in CeCe's office, which is no longer with us. Oh, wow. And that's true. That was a casualty what, of uh, Laura. Yeah, that was 25? Yeah. Nah. I remember sitting in there. That's crazy. And CeCe ran out and we talked about him behind his back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that was 25. Is that 25? It was probably around that mark. You're right. I mean, that if doesn't not, seem it like right that was half, it, yeah. a, half of a year ago. Um, man, that is wild. That was 25. You're right. That was the office that got destroyed. Yeah. That's, that's okay. what comes to my mind. I think, man, it seems like almost just yesterday we was at the 2-5. Now we're at the 5-0. Well, it's been a great, it's been a great uh, 50 episodes so far. I'm really enjoying it and looking forward to it every time that we do this. You're welcome, buddy. All excited. Thank you, Cece. I appreciate, welcome, appreciate yeah. you putting this together for us. That's <laughs> uh, okay. We'll continue to be humble over here. On today's topic, we are going to be discussing procrastination. John actually came up with the topic because we were, <laughs> we were struggling coming up with the topic so bad that we did a coin flip on a couple of topics. John, you want to allude on the topic for us, bub? Well, <clears throat> I've thrown out a number of topics, and, Wise uh, and, I, deceit. and I normally get berated for, oh, y'all never have any input, uh, y'all are just the talent, that kind of thing that goes on, <laughs> and here you go, I've got a number of topics that have just been passed over again and again, and we, one of these days. We coin flip between both your topics today, Greg <laughs> and I were too undecided. So whatever we... Next week, tune in for the other topic that didn't win the flip this week. <laughs> it's been in the holster for like a year, apparently. It's been in for a while. It was uh, something that my sister-in-law, Amanda, recommended that, or asked if we would talk about it. So it's she been shot John, down. I think it's going to be good, though. John didn't let us know about it until about three weeks ago. But False. yet he's blaming us for knowing for six months or something. Well, look. We forgive you, I'm buddy. just going to um, respectfully disagree with that. I mean, coming from fellow with a nickname of travel diva and now we notice he's a toast diva i wish i wish uh, the listeners could hear what what went on whenever he got 
here today and i had cooked gumbo again had it ready for him and i was cooking some grilled cheese to go along with it and guess what happened he says well you know i really don't want that grilled cheese can you just like make me some toast and put some butter on it so i made him (laughs) french toast and cinnamon raisin toast with butter on it i mean it was God, I wish CC was here. He could give the real truth because my side is I did walk in. There was no food being, nothing was done. There was a bowl out. I didn't think, not even a spoon. John kept telling me to serve my food. And I was like, where's the spoons? He couldn't even find spoons in his own house for starters. And then I did see that loaf of bread and I was like, dang, man, I would love me some butter on that dang cinnamon bread, raisin bread, whatever it is. That's all that happened. Just asking for a little butter on the bread. I wish CC was well, there to referee And somehow this. I luckily got two grilled cheese sandwiches you're welcome buddy which are delicious <laughs> <laughs> it is good we do appreciate you for your food again though john i was really excited it to was come delicious over yeah it was uh it's always fun I love sharing i love cooking i love uh people who enjoy the food so a deacon and a chef in your future man you got it father <laughs> coming along <laughs> nicely okay before we get into procrastination we're gonna roll over to the good old would you rather and This week, I have the honor of doing it, and it is, would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Woo! Wow. Man. (laughs) Those are both long-term problems you got going on there. Yeah. That's a lose-lose situation. Man, that is. You know, some of the people that... uh, Look at it with a half glass full. Half a glass full. Some of the things... Some of the people around here, you know, might pull the plug on you. I don't know if you're going to make it that long. I mean, you might not get out of the week. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) But in this scenario, you get 10 years. In honor of the topic, I'm going to pass the CC and let him take this. Okay. Let me, let me, yeah, I'm going to procrastinate on this and let me, uh, let Uh, CC take this for a change. I'm going to hear what he says. You know, I knew I'd try to go to the gym for a reason. I'm going in, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to jail for five years, try to like CC everybody over, get them listening to the old episodes of the cast. And then some crazy Craig workouts. You know, it's going to, so I guess the 10 years, I'm going to lose those 10 years because I'm going to be out of it. And then I'll wake up 10 years older and or five years, get out. Five. So, yeah, so I guess in those five years, you know, I'll hold the fort down, do as much reading as I can. Maybe, you know, I'm always a futuristic kind of person, so I'll try to think of where I'm going to be. I could probably do a lot of things out of prison if I have access to the Internet. Could have some fun with that. Um, CC's in a good prison life. I don't know. Right? He would still be podcasting. Oh, see, since we didn't put any rules on it, I'm going to go to one of those minimum security places Which, where it's like you in Angola. There's right? a there's a pool and there's a. <laughs> I could see him at the rodeo. Clown. <laughs> <laughs> try to hold. Try to hold my own. I don't know. I guess I'll because then I can at least keep talking to my family and friends, albeit behind plexiglass. So uh, that's my. I mean. Y'all may talk me out of it. I don't know. That's just what my first gut reaction was. Have either, either of you ever been to the Angola Rodeo that goes on the once a year? I've heard I, of whenever it. Whenever you said Likewise. that, I just pictured CC at Angola. And, you know, normally they, have, they let the inmates build crafts and they can sell them for commissary kind of stuff. I could see CC out there, see CC out there slinging those Gregoritas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Craig, you want to ride this bull? No, nah, man, I got the Craig Eaters over here. <laughs> I got to shake this up. That's awesome. 
Well, I would say, I would guess, ooh, five to ten years. I mean, um, I'd probably have to go to jail, too. Um, go to jail for five years. Doesn't sound like a very fun time, but um, difference of uh, five and ten years, I, I, I guess I'd have to go with the shorter one. And you're right. I think I would probably get out it for good behavior anyway <laughs> pretty quickly yeah, right <laughs> probably get out for good behavior and uh you know just move it right along i wouldn't make it more than you know six months probably i'll be honest i don't know what i would take out of this 10 years is a long time it's a long time 10 years is a while however i'm feeling like if i'm in the coma it's my body healing really well can i hear what people are saying about me while i'm kind of but you got to realize, when you'd wake up from a coma, nothing would work. You couldn't stand, you couldn't walk, you probably couldn't talk or do anything else that you're doing. So that would take you... Rehab, lots of... Rehab. For, you would have to rehab yourself getting back into regular society coming out of the pen, bro. I'm just saying. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I kind of blend in anywhere, so eh, I think I could do it. Get Steve come out with two tattoo uh, teardrops <laughs> on his eye. Like, what's going on, this man? This is kind of that stuff that Steve hasn't broken out. You know, he's still on 1.5, 1.75. I'm sure he probably can allude to some of these times in his past. You must know something we don't know, PT. Oh, I do. <laughs> so I probably, though, myself, you know how I felt on the previous episodes about the jail time. I'd probably go experience it, hop in. Remember, uh, what was that, Just Mercy? Just Mercy, something yeah. I, I watched it, too. Oh, did you really, man? It was good. Very good. You like the book better? Movie? I enjoyed the book better. Um, there was one really powerful portion in the book that it, I didn't think they pulled off uh, quite well enough in the mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, was when that that inmate started singing that portion where mm-hmm. he, he stopped the guard and started singing that. To me, that just sounded am- just amazingly powerful, and yep. it a lot of that was lost. I thought in the movie, but mm. overall, still a really good movie. I would suggest that anybody. Who's looking for something like that to take a listen, take a look? Yeah, it was a great book. I really enjoyed the movie. And, and I would, main reason I would take the jail is the human spirit, be around the people, and make friends. We know that. Oh, you and would. It would be good to be able to. I'm uh, <laughs> <dog> in prison. <laughs> it'd be good to be able to still talk with family as well. John's on fire today again. We're just letting it pass on by. Um, but I don't know. The coma, it, coma was a hard call for me for a little bit, mm-hmm. <clears throat> mainly to prove a point to someone. Well, you know, for the coma too, you, there'd be ongoing consequences to deal with after that. You know. Well, you don't know, man. Which there could be from prison. I do think there could be from prison for sure. So, anyway, a little bit of deep thought, procrastination. Yeah, I don't know if we even told the audience that's what we're talking about today. Now we, are did. Yeah, we flipped it in early on. We gave John the credit for his. Nonsense. I know it's odd, Craig. We do it so much we don't even realize. <laughs> oh, it's like it is. It's, it's happening. It just blended. <laughs> Procrastination. That's going like to be a good me, one. Just blending anywhere I go. Um, Craig, I think this is actually a great topic for you, buddy. Not to give you a hard time, but you do struggle with this from time to time. So we all do. I admittedly. Think. Yeah, admittedly. Why don't you speak to us about that, buddy? Yeah, so procrastination. So I think Steve had a, we were talking about it. Um, definition earlier i can throw it out go ahead throw it out do it dictionary says delay or postpone action to put off doing something you know and i guess it's uh you know there's two different ways i look at procrastination at least in my life um there's analysis paralysis which i think is my biggest issue i'll have a lot of things i want to accomplish um and you can get into the granularity of 
you know, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, you know, what's the priority of this thing over that thing. And, you know, you can spend 10 minutes trying to figure that out. And, and that alone can, can stall you. Um, the other big thing, I think a lot of times, uh, the root of procrastination, a lot of times, believe it or not, is fear. And not so much a fear of being afraid something bad could happen, but, you know, it's just the fear of failure. I yeah. think you know, for a lot of us that maybe are, you know, try to hold ourselves to a higher level of uh, expectation or whatever you put on your shoulders, you you have this just, that's the way you run. You you don't want to fail. So if you're doing something new or something that you're, that's not in your comfort zone, then there's the pause because you haven't mastered it. You know, you, you feel like I can't step out there yet because I'm not perfect at it. So therefore I'm just going to kind of, you know, plan, strategize, read, like you're going to get yourself to some magical level that all of a sudden you're worthy of doing the thing. So I think that's another thing I think sometimes, at least for me, puts the brakes on my life. So what kind of things do you personally um, struggle with with procrastination? Is there one thing more than another? Or? Well, I mean, there's the things that are obviously just, for me, it's a no-brainer. I work out every day. I'm going to work out. Now, some people that want to work out may not. They may drag their feet because for whatever reason. But for me, it's just, it's automatic. And so I think it's just flexing that muscle and things that I do routine, it's it's easy. But um, other tasks, it might be, you know, I think I over schedule, I over plan. I put so much on my table that let's say I'm going to start a new thing or if it's something that to me that doesn't, is not very fulfilling, like my office needs to be cleaned. I mean, I could just go in there and do it. And I tell myself I'm going to do it, and I may procrastinate on it because it's just not very fun and rewarding. Even though I know when I start and finish, it's going to look really nice. I want to create. I want to invent. I want to, you know, do these other things that make me excited. So also, I think a lot of it has to do with where I prioritize it, and you know, whether I'm going to really get anything out of it at the end of the day. I think the first thing is you got to ask yourself why are you procrastinating? Could be multiple things. Could be you're just procrastinating because you don't want to go exercise. Could be because you have multiple things on the list and you can't figure out which one you want to do first. Could be, like Craig said, fear. Could be you're just putting something off that you really want to do because you know once you do it, the good time will be over. I think there's a lot of reasons why we might procrastinate on one thing or another. For me personally, it's the if I have stuff at work to do, I'm normally not wanting. There's certain things that I just don't enjoy doing. If it was any type of research, not a fan. Um, I'd rather almost find someone else to do it for me kind of thing. Um, so I'll put something off like that, but it also on the flip side is such a good feeling. Once you do jump off the diving board and actually do it and get it off the list, it's like, it, it, it kind of speaks to what we talked about a little last week with being overwhelmed. I think procrastination can lead into other things, can cause you to be scared, fear can cause you to become overwhelmed, give you anxiety. There's some side effects. What do y'all think about the side effects that might come with it? Well, you know, to, to go to your points, I'm, I'm the same way. I generally tend to procrastinate on things that I don't enjoy, I don't mm-hmm. like to do um, more than anything else. Things that I'm fired up about like to do, those are those are easy. But um, I am not as excited about exercising as CC is. So for me, it takes a little more work to get started and get going. So for me, I think it's just, you know, finding things that I enjoy doing that help me move in the direction that I need to go um, and avoiding the things that I don't get as much pleasure from personally. What are we yeah. saying about the side effects? Well, I think what you could have certain side effects the longer you procrastinate, you could become sure. overwhelmed. You could bring some anxiety mm-hmm. on. Absolutely. Kind of things can happen if, instead of just boom, go do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Pushing those things down the road and not dealing with them in a timely manner 
I think is automatic. You're going to feel a little bit anxious. You're just going to sit there and think about it and possibly, you know, make the task feel bigger than it actually is. So I think there's a lot to that. Yeah, you can work yourself up sometimes. I think it's a really good point and blow something out of proportion, make it a bigger deal than it in fact actually is. Boom. And um, so I, I think it is important to look at it, but there's also a good time, and I think Greg could probably speak to this some. We both do this time to time. We like to think things out mm. with what we're going to do. So I think there's a time to, to actually, it doesn't mean boom, just on a whim go do whatever there is a good time to spend some time analyzing the situation think about the thing pray about it stuff like that too yeah and i think that if you have a process to discern those decisions and you can get some clarity through prayer or through just not you know finding ways to overcome the fear you could definitely move along like we talked about before don't see things worse than they are see them as they are um i haven't had this experience but if somebody had to go and have a real well maybe i have at some point you know uh a conversation with somebody that was going to be uncomfortable. It could be an employee, it could be a family member, it could be something you've both been kind of avoiding, and you procrastinate because there's this fear of, okay, I'm going to have this confrontation, you know, how's the relationship going to be afterwards? Um, but at the end of the day, usually when those things are over with, it's not as bad as you thought it was. Um, you know, the two things that, like we said, stall us are fear, and maybe it's not fun, like the stuff we said, but every time when you do the thing, you make the progress. That's when you feel, you know, you feel rewarded. It takes the anxiety off your shoulders. You're happy you did it. I've never been disappointed for moving forward. I'm yeah. for, you know, even when I procrastinate, when I finally do it, just reminding yourself that you got to take those steps. I can give a little example to this is whenever I decided to open up McGlathery Law, it was quite a deal. Um, I knew that I was going to tell Lee, one of my very good friends who I've been working with for a while, but known for years, but I really didn't want to have the conversation. Knew I was going to have to have the conversation, but I put it off about as long as I possibly could um, in my mind. And during that four or five day week that went by, I didn't eat that much, didn't sleep that well. All those side effects I was kind of speaking about came to me. And it really was the fear of don't want to upset somebody, don't want to disappoint somebody. Um, also really good friend and everything's great. And when you look back at it, you're like, man, I should have just done that sooner. But it's the buildup, and as the days came on, it just kind of got worse and worse for me. But after being done, it was great. Yeah, you know, the same kind of situation happened with us. I talked about um, on a couple of podcasts ago about putting in parental controls on Andrew's phone. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> this was something that we fully intended on doing out of the gate, but uh, the contraptions that we got didn't really work right. We didn't really have a game plan to to get it done, and then... He had full access for a while. He didn't seem to be doing anything inappropriate. Um, so we kind of just pushed it down the road and didn't deal with it uh, in a timely manner like we should have. So whenever it got to the point to where, you know, we were seeing that he was using his phone at times that it was really inappropriate for him to be um, texting and calling and doing that kind of stuff. You know, that was kind of the, the turning point for us that we're like, okay, we should have dealt with this. Um sooner but we didn't so now we need to get in action and and make sure that we get this done and you're right we weren't very excited about what was going to happen whenever we put those controls on there and it was a pretty big flare-up but cc's wisdom you know he said it's going to calm down don't worry <laughs> he was right he was right you know a couple of days of uh some uncomfortable stuff from but it um you know all worked out and seems to be a really good thing. 
Always listen to CC, bro. He's got the wisdom. I know. I oh. should have just. <laughs> I, I should have called him from the beginning. CC. <laughs> yeah, I've procrastinated on the same issue before. I've not <laughs> talked about it. It's like, oh god, here we go. Got to have this conversation. We got to, you know, limit our screen time. You know, and start the fight and all that good stuff. But you know, you know, it's what's best in the long run. And um, every time, I mean, every time in my life, at least when I've procrastinated and thought about, and there's the little daily procrastinations, but like the big decisions thing, mm-hmm. like the big career decisions or investment decisions or family life decisions. Uh, you just you just delay it because you just have this anxiety of the upsetting somebody, you know, they're not going to love you anymore, they're not going to be your friend, whatever. Uh, and at the end of the day, it, it always, you look back, you're like, man, why was I afraid of that? So hot dog, whenever you find yourself going off the rails and maybe uh, looking into the dirty eye of procrastination, what kind of what kind of tips do you have to to avoid it? Or what do you do personally? Well, I'm a green dot. So, for those of you who missed out on some previous episodes, so for the most part, I do try to jump off and just do something because I'll get frustrated by doing nothing or thinking about it, overthinking it, which I have a tendency to do, or I don't want whatever that cloud is hanging over my head. I really don't want it over my head, so I'll try to get it out of the way if I can, kind of within reason. And then, to be honest, I kind of sometimes don't feel right if I have that over my head. Like even as if I don't want to work out, but I know I need to work out. I feel good after I work out. Just kind of like this morning, I woke up and I was like, man, I don't feel like doing this. And I was like, I can be John right now who gave up on the morning routine or (laughs) I can keep going. And or I would have to do this this afternoon. God, I don't know what the day holds. I spent a good 10 minutes probably laying there thinking, what should I do? And then I was finally like, I just need to go do this. I'm going to be annoyed right now, but I'll be happier for this later. That's kind of how I tend to deal with a situation when I'm procrastinating. Yeah, and you know, procrastination can cause a lot of different um, things to go on in, in your life. You know, looking at you and the story that you talked about, about, you know, leaving your old law firm and starting your own. I remember, you know, seeing you a couple of times that week and I could just visibly see the tension and anxiety. You know, he loses weight every time he doesn't eat 10,000 calories a day. So I and all I'm see doing him. is asking for a little bread. You could, you could, <laughs> you could, I could see him just wasting away. Um, so for some people, you know, there's, a lot of physical, emotional uh, component that takes its toll on you. Um, and, you know, leading up to you having that conversation with uh, Lee and T. Claude, you know, it wasn't a fun thing for you for sure. And I could definitely see that it had a lot of different changes on you personally. Yeah, man, it weighed a lot on me. I'm a heart person. My person don't like to hurt people in general um, at all, oh, ever. Oh, man. And, I mean, sometimes I got to tell John the, the truth, and that, <laughs> that hurts. I don't really procrastinate much about that, to be 100% honest. Um, but I do think that it can, it will weigh on me, which is why I like to just jump off and do for the most part and get it out of the way if I can. But that was a situation that really weighed on me for days. Well, for me, one thing that really helps me get through procrastination is just prioritizing and taking, looking at your massive list and really saying what's important in your life. Like what's the most important thing and what brings you joy? You know, if something's not bringing you like excitement and happiness, then just don't do it. You know, like I realize a lot of times I try to bite off more than I I commit to it. I'm like, why am I doing this stuff when it's not even what I really want to be doing? Um, So like outsourcing, like you might be trying to do everything. And it's sort of, well, let's, let's use the podcast, for example. You know, we're, we're about to have a website. We're doing these things. Well, I'm not a web guy. I'm not a IT guy. I don't, 
I mean, I can spend half a day trying to figure it out, or I can just find the guy who's good at it and say, you know what, this is my goal. This is what I want to happen. And that's for my life, my business, whatever I'm doing. And that's something I'm, I'm getting better at. I'm trying to learn a little bit more about it. But then you, you give somebody else that thing you don't want to do. And, you know, I like to create. I like to to do and make. And that's that's where I get my passion. I don't get the creativity through the grind and the work. And, you know, I have people, quote unquote, to do that. And it sounds, that's just what I do. That's just what I've done. And they're good at what they do. I'm good at what I do. And as a team, then I feel fulfilled because I'm not eating up my day with stuff I don't want to do. Yeah, I love that, Craig. And I like that you said, why do something you don't want to be doing? I had written down, our seconds are short. Good old snap of the finger action here. And that's another thing that can get me moving along when you got, you sometimes got to look at things through the big picture, the bigger lens of life, so to speak. And is the thing that you're procrastinating about struggling with that big a deal? Is it something that's going to be, man, when your time comes to an end, something that's still weighing on you? Sometimes it is. And you need to take that time and, and really struggle and grapple with it. And I've heard some really neat stories. A, a good buddy of mine, uh, won't mention my name because more of a personal story. And he was going through some stuff. And he wound up going to adoration for like weeks, months, till he could come to like the right thing. And then once he did, amazing. So sometimes it's okay to, to mm -hmm. go through that process, whatever it is. But then there's sometimes we know in our gut like what the right thing to do is, and we just don't want to do it. Yeah, there, there's definitely um, something to be said about taking the appropriate amount of time and diligence to, you know, thoughtfully consider um, and pray about something and not just make a quick quick decision. I definitely think there's a huge difference in coming up with the right decision for you. And, you know, if it involves other people, uh, the other parties involved, um, that, that certainly needs to be carefully considered and not just overreact and snap of a finger, make a decision that may not be the best one. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also really good to, to lean on your people here. Like I, I lean on John and CC a good bit. Um, Piggyback to not get all caught up in your own head and your own thoughts because you can do that and that can become mm -hmm. paralyzing in and of itself. So it's good to, to have some outlets, some people who have kind of been down the road a little bit, chat with them, ask them some questions. Um, so, you know, they can maybe provide some insight and you can get out of your head a little bit. Yeah, I really. Um, and I had a priest friend one time discuss the discernment process, you know, and a lot of priests have to discern whether that's what they should do for their rest of their life. And, and you, you discern marriage, you discern a career change. And so that quiet time, the prayer, adoration. Um, and then in your heart, there's a point in time, I think, where you, you kind of know the answer. And, yeah. But hopefully you have the peace to sort of take that leap. And when you do know it, um, that's a muscle you can flex, that decision. You know, that's something I've gotten better at is when I, at some point when I realize it, I just do it and it's over and it moves forward. You know, it's just... Don't give yourself 50 decisions to make. Uh, you know, try to kind of narrow it down to what's most important and go from there. Yeah, I think I've learned to, to compartmentalize things too. We, we both are big list people here. Um, like if you looked at my phone in the notes right now, there's probably 16, 17 things sitting there. And I try to, it makes me feel good to get some mm -hmm. off the list. Um, but if you don't, and like I'll start, oh man, I got to do this at the restaurant, this at work. And then I got, that's in like eight subparts. And then, oh, let's try to make sure John's got his little thrown to sit on to do the podcast this week and, <laughs> and make sure we have a location to shoot at and whatnot. Um, you can, it can be like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Which, which one should I do first? So I think it's good to be able to put something on the shelf for a minute, which I, I think we do a pretty good job with here and focus on that one thing. So you can give it the time, attention, effort it needs. So hot dog, anything get you gassy this week or, uh, anything make you stomp on the brakes? 
Yeah. Um, Which one? Hitting the gas, baby. <laughs> Woo! Twice. So I'm I talking to about. Let's get hot. A little bit of thanks here to a couple <laughs> people, and it made me think of two things. First, at McGlathery Law, we got all our IT stuff set up. Um, our good buddy, Stephen Green, a.k.a. Green Paul, our guy that believes everybody's going to be in self-driving cars here in about 37 and a half years. Green Paul. That guy. Um, he's come multiple times in from Houston to get everything going, bought the equipment for me, and we got it all completed today for myself and Courtney. Very thankful to him, and I feel like we got everything we need. We've been going off laptops while we were waiting to get all this set up, get moved into the new office, stuff like that. So... I think that's going to accelerate our, our work day. Um, progress we'll be making every day at McGlathery Law. And then I wanted to say, my truck, man, my battery went low on my truck for the first time in since I've had it. And so my good, dear friend, Mike Willis, who's been a real sa- saving grace for me in a lot of ways, he sent someone over to the office this week, changed my battery in the parking lot. It was really like white glove service. Can't think of enough because I did have many meetings had to go help john with a couple things that day too um so you know john owes a little bit of thanks there as well and but really that was another thing like literally allowed me to keep hitting the gas to drive my truck because everything would have stopped there momentarily i wouldn't have been able to go to a couple house inspections i need to go to so um literally and figuratively hit the gas this week man nice nice well i have a uh a second would you rather that I'm going to throw out there for today. This one's mostly directed towards hot dog, I feel like. And this is uh, brought up by my nephew, Tregabius. Love um, Tregabius, man. He does have a special great, great affection for hot dog over here. Who, who, John's the only one who doesn't see that. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, one of our less seasoned um, listeners, and he said, I got, I got a... Um, I have one for you. I want you to use. I'm like, okay, let me hear it. And he said, would you rather get stung by a wasp or kiss a girl? (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like this one's kind of directed towards hot dog. This is good. Because I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to get stung by a wasp (laughs) because I'm married. I can't kiss any (laughs) more girls. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're kind of me and Steve. Yeah, are, we're out of this. We're yeah. out of this. Take Unless it. our wives get thrown in the category. I don't know. He wasn't specific. Yeah. I didn't ask him. So, hot dog. What are you thinking? <laughs> I love the way we're wrapping this up. <laughs> Thank a, you, Steve. This is great. Thinking. Why? <laughs> um, for Jacobius, I'm gonna go with the girl. Kiss the girl. But I really wouldn't mind. Anybody in particular? (laughs) (laughs) And we're just going to leave it at that. (laughs) We're not going to give no more for John to hit at. We're leaving it at that. But I do appreciate Tregavius and his Would You Rather. We did several the other night at my good buddy JB's. Gabe was over there with the kids. and He is a great listener to the podcast, which makes Mm -hmm. me feel pretty good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in this week, um, sticking with us for a solid 50 episodes. I really am. We, we give each other a hard time, as you probably saw a lot of that today um, with our friendly banter between. But I'm proud of y'all for still showing in, um, recording the cast. It's been a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, it's been a great time. I appreciate everybody listening, all the people sharing the cast. It's been um, a more fulfilling and rewarding um endeavor than i i imagine whenever we started this out so i want to thank cc for uh you know getting this going <laughs> thanks steve 
Matt wouldn't procrastinate. I lost I, no. today somehow. I lost. No, I know. Anyway, I agree, y'all. Thank y'all. This podcast has been awesome. I appreciate you, Matt, for thinking of it and inviting us to join it and, and for the talent that you're searching for. I hope we provided it for you. And <laughs> It's been awesome. Hey, honestly, though, I still can go back and listen to our episodes in the early days. And anyone out there listening who hasn't, go back and listen because, I mean, to this day, I still pick up so much gold from hot dog and Steve and, and just kind of even hearing myself talk sometimes it's like, sometimes you got to hear yourself say things that you forget that you can say. And so it's good to, um, to kind of reflect on your, your fellow brother and sister and, and their words of comfort and advice in your life. And if you're looking for someone to do that for you, tune into our earlier episodes and, um, pick a subject that maybe you're struggling with. And hopefully, um, we can inspire you to see life a little differently and, uh, help you drive your car. Yeah, that's a great point, Greg. Um, I've listened back to some of the other ones to see how far we've come. We're way more open now with the crew, even John coming along there. And um, it is kind of kind of funny when I look back the the mechanical ways we were in the beginning, but also a lot of great value there. I would definitely tend to agree. Um, so it's been a fun journey, and we'll be keeping on here for for good ways yet to come. We do appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to us. And if you can or have a moment, maybe um, subscribe rate review the podcast we, we'd love to get some reviews on it um topics y'all would like us to discuss feel free to holler at us and until next time we'll catch y'all later Aye. hey y'all if you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down subscribe and never miss an episode find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week you can find us on facebook and instagram at who's driving your car podcast Sing with me.